This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. There's a growing need for families to give foster children loving and safe homes. Welcoming a child from your cultural or linguistic community into your home also brings many benefits. And carers from culturally diverse backgrounds are also in high demand. So, how to become a foster carer? Audrey Bouget finds out more. Children end up in foster care through no fault of their own. They've often been abused, neglected or abandoned by their parents. Their family might also be going through illness or a crisis, making them unable to take care of their children for a while. That's when foster carers come in. They can provide help while the family gets back on its feet. Sharon Brody works for Fostering New South Wales, a government initiative providing information and encouraging people to become foster carers. She says that many people can become foster carers. First of all, you must be either an Australian citizen or a permanent resident in Australia. You have to be in good health and you need to be able to obtain clear working with children and national police checks. Aside from that, you can be single, married or in a de facto relationship. You can own your own home or be renting. You can be working or not working. So it's really open to a wide variety of people as long as you um, fulfill the initial criteria. Generally, most agencies will require that you are over the age of 21. Another requirement is that you have a spare room in your home because it's important that children coming from challenging situations have a safe space they can call their own. At the moment, there's a lack of foster carers all over Australia. Gassan Nujaim, who is the Operations Manager for Settlement Services International Out-of-Home Care, says that they're looking for carers from all sorts of backgrounds. We need carers to take care of children who are vulnerable from many communities. We need carers who are able to open their hearts, their homes. So the message is mainly we need carers from different backgrounds, from different communities. We need professional carers who are able to take care of children from uh, a traumatic background. We need carers who uh, come from education background. We need carers who come from medical background, like nurses. We need carers who are housewives. So we need carers from many, as well, from many backgrounds, from many cultures, to meet the needs of different children. Even though fostering can be long-term and sometimes leads to adoption, it's mostly a short-term affair. Most carers will welcome children into their home for a period ranging from a few days to a few months. Sharon Brody from Fostering New South Wales says that their main goal is to try to reunite the child with their family. The first uh, option for any child coming into care should be to try and restore them back to their birth family because children uh, do best when they're connected to their own um, family networks. So government is now working very closely with families to help them get to a point where they can actually have children back living with them safely and happily and supporting them to do that. So what that means is that we need short-term carers who are able to support that process. Now, short-term could be anything up to 18 months, um, maybe even two years. So if you're thinking of becoming a foster carer, how do you go about it? Sharon Brody says the first thing to do is to get in touch with a fostering agency and lodge an application. 
once you've made that application, there's a period of training and assessment that can take anything from three to about six months where the agency will work very closely with you on all aspects of being a foster carer. Um, they'll come out and see you in your home, make sure that everything's child safe, obtain all of your background checks and documents and just really take you through what you can expect and what the process is and check suitability and what type of care is going to fit in with your lifestyle. Once you've been authorised to become a foster carer, the agency will be there to support you through the process. You would be assigned a caseworker and some agencies actually have um, a, a separate support worker as well to support carers. There's usually a 24-hour line that you can ring if you've got any difficulties at all and they will work very closely with you to make sure that you have all the support you need. So that means access to respite care if you need it, other training that you can attend around specific topics of interest, maybe providing uh, very trauma-informed care or basic sort of parenting skills, whatever it is that you feel that you need to support you through that process. Some agencies around the country specialise in multicultural foster care. It's really important that children are placed within families who can support their cultural, religious and traditional practices to make them feel a sense of belonging and so that things don't feel so strange to them, you know, because obviously being taken from your own family for whatever reason can be very traumatising for a child. Gassan Nujaim also explains that placing the child in a family who speaks their language or shares their culture would make it much easier when it's time for the child to go back to their birth family. The restoration process is going to be pretty much easier because the child would settle pretty much easily because, for example, they are used to the language, they are used to the food, they are used to the tradition, to the culture. Samach and her husband foster six children. They all come from different backgrounds, but they're all Muslim, which makes things easier. I guess it just makes it easier to just live a life and just go along with our daily activities the way we usually would. So whether it be, you know, halal food or attending the mosque, you know, we don't really have to get out of our way to kind of provide something different for the children. And even if she admits that being a foster carer can be challenging and takes a lot of patience, there's nothing she finds more rewarding. Overall, I would say it is extremely rewarding for both the foster carer and, you know, the child. People will always come and tell me, you know, you're so good, you know, for taking these children in. But I always tell them I actually feel like they have given me equally as I have given them. You could change a child's life for the best by becoming a foster carer. And if you're not ready to commit to several weeks or months to start with, a fostering agency can find the best option for you. The settlement guide feature on fostering a child in Australia was prepared by Audrey Bouget and read by Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more settlement guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.